0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. It's your host, Shane. And Kaylee. And we are here today to talk to you about all things pop music and pop culture that happened this week. But before that, disclaimer, my nose is a little stuffed up. Those little kids, they'll just get you sick every time. (laughs) So if you think, wow, he sounds nasally, or wow, his nose is stuffed up, that's why. So, today we are talking about, Kaylee, we are talking about the Super Bowl. Yep. We are talking about Taylor Swift's new documentary on Netflix, Miss Americana, mm-hmm. and we are talking about Kesha's new album, High Road, and much more. Mm-hmm. But, to start things off, we have to talk about the Super Bowl because it is the most watched event all year.
1: Yep. Well, at least I watch it. Like, that's really the only big thing I watch nowadays i don't
0: what do you mean by big things
1: like i don't really watch like the oscars or the grammys or the oh i don't
0: the oscars have gotten so boring to me even though like i'm i, I like all the people i like the movies like the actual award show is just like mm-hmm. a drag unless
1: they make a mis- you think that mistake was the a few years ago the la
0: la land yeah. um I think that was moonlight planned. mistake yes
1: do you, of course oh really
0: Oh, I didn't think that was planned. No, I I mean, I don't actually think it was planned. The conspiracy theorist in me thinks Ah. it was planned, but no, I think it was a mistake because the guy was even like, hey, it's the wrong thing when no one was paying attention to him. Mm. But the Super Bowl, you know what makes me mad? One thing that makes me mad about the Super Bowl
2: Hmm.
0: is when they call it a worldwide event or worldwide champions. Mm -hmm. Football is an American sport, people.
1: Well... American, yeah. Well, football, America, football.
0: the football we're speaking of is an American sport, which honestly, we won't, we don't have to get into this, but that's the whole thing about America: how we just take things from people and claim it as our own. But that's a different podcast. But well, no, it's true. I just and I was even talking today about why haven't other countries picked up on like American football? And then I said they probably realized that. They're
1: literally doing every other sport. They do tennis. I know. They have soccer, which There's is their something. football. They have cricket. Which is the football. They have rugby. They have, I mean, everything, everything. else.
2: Mm-hmm, for
0: sure. But they just don't want to have people knocking heads and tackling into each other. Because they're smarter than that. Mm-hmm. But we Americans are not, and that's why we have the Super Bowl. So, it was the 49ers against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert... If you did not know, the Kansas City Chiefs took it home. I think it was 41 to 20. It
1: was, Shane, since I have it up. It was 20 to
0: 31. 31. Ooh, I was giving them too much credit.
1: You were giving them (laughs) too much.
0: Yes, but, and actually, a very last quarter, really, what, three minutes left, I think, turnaround um, from the Chiefs to put them uh, in the lead to win the game. And so it was. Probably. Yeah, because I remember I had to. I had to wake up my mom and be like, hey, look, wait, they turned it around. This is important. Wake (laughs) up. So the game happened. Mm -hmm. But we're not here to talk about the game. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is pop talk. Even though, I mean, the game, I I really thought they were were getting really aggressive with each other at the beginning. I kept saying, like, they're about to fight.
1: Yeah. A few times.
0: Yeah. Like, they were swinging.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like, calm down. I know you guys are excited and you're young and you've never been here before, but calm down. But the halftime show is what we are here to talk about. So the halftime show was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. So let's just talk about it. One, I just want to say, Latinos, y'all won. Latinos won the night. It was all about the Latinos and Hispanic culture. And I actually really... Really like that. It's in in the times that we are in currently. I thought that was really cool. But yeah. What do we think?
1: <sighs> Listen, okay. So I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Right? It was a fun time. It was exciting. It was colorful. It was energetic. It was very I colorful mean, and energetic. I for mean sure. it was everything you could ask for from a Shakira and J Lo concert, right? Or snippet. Snippet, <laughs> but honestly, tour coming soon. I think well, and it was Shakira's birthday, it so was happy so birthday. happy birthday,
0: Shakira. I said, What a way to, to celebrate.
1: celebrate!
0: Yeah, I wish it was I also could, groundhog. I Day. could only dream. Which I messaged one of my friends about that because I saw this post on Twitter that was trending or gone viral that said, Um, I know the groundhog is like sick of this. Stop pulling me out for your tricks <laughs> and your antics. And I said the same thing. I said, "Why do we as a people continue to do this? We realize this doesn't mean anything, right?"
1: Kind, it kind of sometimes. Sometimes it does.
0: Kaylee, that's just a luck of the pick. The groundhog is not going out from its hole on this exact day, which is not even the same day every year.
1: It's the same day. The same
0: date. Not the same day, oh. so how does the groundhog know? Hmm? We're dragging him
1: mm.
0: out of his hole whenever we choose to, and throwing him out there so he can sniff, 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 and that's how we know if we're gonna have snow or not. How about we can just predict that we're gonna we? have an early spring because that's we just true. haven't had any snow,
1: which is a shame.
0: It is. I kind of want a little bit at least, but we're in February, so the likes of that happening. But who knows, climate control is real, so anything can happen. It could snow in July. Early spring
1: is what they predicted.
0: Yeah, I saw. So, I mean, and hallelujah. today was
1: kind of like-,
0: it was like... Yeah, almost 70 degrees. So, I mean, groundhog, if you do got magic powers, hallelujah. But let's give it a rest. So, <laughs> back to the Super Bowl. So, you were saying, I felt like you were about to say a negative. Yes, you, I, saw I kind butt.
1: of felt it was a little underwhelming. I felt... In what way? Because it was kind of bland in a way. It was energetic. It was colorful. Like it was, it was very hype. Like everyone was hype. But I also felt it was rushed. I felt like it was kind of bland, Uh and I felt like the features were good, but everybody in the room that I was in was Like, isn't this the Cardi B song? Isn't this the card? Isn't this the verse from Cardi B song? Yes. This is in the style of Cardi B. I had to, it was in like, the
0: style of okay, no, yeah. it's just her song. It's Seriously. okay. I, I said, Did Cardi approve this? And then That's I like went saying. to her Twitter and like, said, was a she lot of thoughts tweeted right Anything about it, but and people were like, Oh, Cardi should have performed. I said, But she's been pretty outspoken about not performing at the Super Bowl, really, yeah, last year because well,
1: she doesn't have the repertoire.
0: She doesn't have the repertoire, but she she was supposed to perform with Maroon 5 last year mm. for that wretched single, <laughs> Girls Like You. Yes. But then, you know, the whole Colin Kaepernick thing was happening, and she was like, I refuse until the situation is taken care of. And mm-hmm. I guess her word still stands on that. That's so, so funny that you say underwhelming, because honestly, I... That was it. Was more than I had any expectations for them. Really,
1: it was exactly maybe
0: what I, I had it was n- be. maybe I had no expectations for them because I didn't know what what the J-Lo and Shakira are gonna do together. But and maybe I was just invested into the moment. But I'm like my perception of time must have been like way off because when I watched it back it was not as long as... Right, it was... As, oh, no, but it it was the longest Super Bowl. It was like 14 minutes. Um, is it
1: really? It did not feel like that.
0: Oh, it felt like that to me because when I was watching it in real time, and cause I was I was going off of the idea of the leaked set list, right? And I, and I don't know why I thought that would even be remotely true. So I was thinking that they were going to go like back and forth, back and forth. But then Shakira just kept doing more songs and more songs, mm-hmm. and then I was like is J-Lo performing at the Super Bowl? I was like, is J-Lo coming on here? Or, I mean, Shakira's doing her whole discography right now, and I'm a little confused. But then when I went back and watched that part, it was like four minutes. And I was like, that seemed so much longer when I was Mm -hmm. watching it in the moment. But I thought, one I have to say, I am so glad it was so choreo-
1: Heavy. Yes. It, no. I will oh say the choreo was on goodness. point. The was on Choreo. Point. Yes, it was on Shakira point.
0: Shakira and J Lo dancers. Sh- yeah. The choreo on point. I. Where are my notes? Um. My first thing. The choreo. Um. Just want to get this out of the way. I don't like. I have never really liked that. There's been the comparisons between the two, even from when it was announced, because I think it takes away from the whole... I didn't know
1: they were being compared.
0: Yeah, there was a whole thing talking about, you know, J-Lo's too big, she doesn't need Shakira. No, Shakira. Opposite. The opposite. The exact opposite, and the that's exact exactly opposite. why Shakira was number one trending worldwide with much more comments going towards her than J-Lo, and why Shakira has three songs in the iTunes top 10, or top 15, I think, and J-Lo has none. Do not... Shakira is an international
2: mm-hmm.
0: superstar. Like, please. So, I, I think it just takes away from the whole message and the whole point of what they were trying um, to do. So, it's like, oh, Shakira said... J-Lo said, no, look at it. It's a whole mm-hmm. performance. Which is kind of why I wish they went back and forth a little more so that wouldn't happen. But, um, but uh, I thought Shakira's part was really good she did all the songs that i wanted her to do um i was actually kind of surprised that she started with she wolf i didn't expect i was
1: also surprised i was happily surprised because it started and i was the only one singing in the room and i was like this is like what (laughs) <laughs> I I listened to this song on repeat. I yeah. mean the video and the, I mean the whole thing. Are you kidding so me? But um yeah, I was surprised she didn't open with hips don't lie. To be quite honest,
0: I'm surprised that or didn't whenever, close. Wherever.
1: I wanted oh. hips
0: don't lie to mm. close. No, but
1: she didn't even sing half the. She didn't even sing the song.
0: Yeah, she was crowd surfing.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm so glad she did. I wish she did dare. She did a little. She gave a little hint. But that's a Super Bowl song, too. Like, the beat on that song? Woo! Um, She did Empire, which is from that same Shakira album where she played the guitar. I thought that was unexpected. I love that song. And then, of course, Whenever, Whenever, Bop, Hips Don't Lie. Okay, I think this was during Hips Don't Lie when she became a meme. And she knew exactly what she was doing.
1: Well, yeah. She
0: knew exactly what she was doing. Well, you know,
1: that, that was actually cultural, right?
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was, but... No, it
1: was. Yeah, like, there's posts and posts and posts about, no, this is actually, like, part of our culture, the thing that she was doing.
0: Oh, yeah, I am I know it is, but I'm talking about the way that it was executed and how it happened, how the camera was under her and how she looked oh, yeah. into it. no. That was to become a meme.
1: It was hilarious because it happened, yeah. and the guy sitting next to me, he was like... Well, that's a gif tomorrow.
0: Exactly. And I, literally
1: I scrolled Facebook ten minutes later and it was. I,
0: yeah, I said she knew exactly what she was doing. Bravo, Shakira. Smart. She said, Now get my songs trending on TikTok. Mm. <laughs> New album coming soon. Mm. But um
1: They were making also a lot of comparisons with her Zootopia character, which I she, thought was no,
0: I thought I think that was on purpose.
1: Well, she's wearing I'm the exact sure same was, thing. i it was, but it was hilarious.
0: Yeah, what? I I thought that was a little knob because she did. She's like, I'm not singing the song, but which I
1: wish she would because that song's. Yeah,
0: I love. know. Try everything. I played a lot at work, so yeah. So then uh, Shakira ended her set with Hipstone Lie" after crowd surfing, which I kind of wish she didn't do. It's kind of random, but so then uh, J Lo comes out <laughs> oh. and she's. On the Empire State Building pole of all things. Oh my too.
1: gosh! Someone in the room I was in was like, "Oh, she's channeling King Kong, doing that King Kong." Oh goodness gracious! Because she's she was like swatting at the drones. That was hilarious.
0: Um, I don't remember that part. And I watched what? it three times, but I wasn't really paying attention. Her, to you
1: just said she looked like she I was I didn't on see
0: the- her swatting. No, she wasn't. Oh, she it wasn't was actually a- doing it. Oh, okay. right. It's just a joke. God, I yes. was like, I didn't see her doing that. No, she I sang her it. holding a mic lip syncing, but I did not see her...
1: The whole set. Yeah, I know. That's ridiculous.
0: I mean, were we expecting anything else?
1: Honestly, I was... Because I was not. I was not expecting her to be on the pole, and then I was like, oh. Because of Hustlers, like, we get it. We get it. It's like she learned a new thing, and that's all she wants to do.
0: I mean... Whatever, it's entertaining. So I—I oh, I didn't say she
1: wasn't good at it. Yeah,
0: no, I'm saying no because there was a lot of people talking about. Oh, so I guess pole dancing. Blah blah. I'm like, let it go, people. So my favorite part, or not my favorite, not my favorite part, but one of my favorite parts, and definitely my favorite transition of that performance was when uh, Jayla did. Uh, Jenny from the Block, that's what she started with. And then she did her little... Ov- I obviously can't do it on the podcast, but she did her little her little, the little walk thing that she did when she went down down the steps and then transitioned into Ain't It Funny. That was a really good transition. Like, the dancers were on point, how they hit their beats and went, boo, boo, boo. Ain't it funny. Really good transition. So, shout out to the musical director for that. So... So she's, you know, J-Lo's doing J-Lo things, and, um, oh yeah, Shakira, yeah, actually, go back going back to Shakira for a second, when she brought out Bad Bunny mm-hmm. to do I Like It, that was so confusing, because J Balvin yeah. was also there, so why?
1: So I said, out loud, well, I why said, even do that stuff? No, I said, listen, I was excited for maybe Beyonce coming out to do Beautiful Liar
0: And she was there, she and could she, have.
1: No, I didn't even know she was there. I was just like, oh, she'll come out and do Beautiful Liar. When she didn't, I was like, that's fine. It's okay. When he started doing Mi Gente and Beyoncé didn't come out and do her part in that song either, I was like, are you... That was a missed opportunity. Missed yeah. opportunity. 100% I mean,
0: missed opportunity. I mean, two
1: of them? Two songs? I, I'm
0: IDK, my BFF, Jill. Just kidding. <laughs> yep. But, uh, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, that was just very strange to do. I like it. But shout out to Bad Bunny and J Balvin because they are just completely ruling Mm -hmm. Latin-American crossover um, music and they get every opportunity in the world. So the set keeps going on and then we have this amazing... This is when we start getting political, right? Because...
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Which I want to say, this Super Bowl was a lot more political than I <laughs> was expecting. I was really surprised. Like, when they ran that the Trump ad, ad, I was yeah. like, did was they really confused. just do that? I was confused. On the Super Bowl? I thought they do not really get into politics, I said. And then my mom said, well, I mean, you just have to pay to get a commercial. I said, yeah, I know that, but this is not just a commercial. So, a little confused by that. Mm-hmm. But then it's okay because JLo. And Shakira said, "You know what? We got one for you too." So then the show transitions, and then they have this beautiful imagery when mm-hmm. they show from the bird's eye view of these children in cages, these little Latin American children in cages, which obviously symbolizes the children in real cages. Mm-hmm. Um, and J Lo's daughter, which I didn't even know was her daughter at first. I didn't honestly, I didn't even really know she had a daughter. What? I don't care about J Lo like that, twins. y'all. That's right. She is a boy and a girl. No, I, I don't know her. And I'm she started singing, singing, and I was Carrey. like, "Oh,
1: everyone, that's her daughter. That's her daughter. Oh, I'm that's her I'm definitely
0: Team Mariah Carey, obviously. Wow.
1: So. <laughs> um. Yeah, she has twins, and that was one of them.
0: Yes, I do remember now. She just doesn't. She doesn't gloat them around. So I don't. Right, as you she know, should not have. So I don't.
1: Or remember not be always. doing.
0: So, yeah, so her daughter came out and sang, and I just, first of all, there was a lot of kids who sang. Actually, we're going to get back to the beginning, because I, I forgot I want to talk about um, Demi and the National Anthem. But well, there was a lot of children on this Super Bowl and mm-hmm. in, in every aspect, and I said I could not imagine being a child at that age and performing at such an event.
1: Mm-hmm. I can
0: I, oh, i fight
1: for that lead single. Are you kidding me?
0: What? No, my anxiety would have killed me. But, so, she did a really good job. It was a really cute moment to have. And then J-Lo, in all her J-Lo flashy fashion, comes out in the Puerto Rican flag
2: mm-hmm.
0: while her daughter is singing Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, which is probably one of the most American things ever. And I really like that. Um, and it's funny, because I, then I saw a tweet kind of responding to that, and it said, I don't understand why, basically it said, I don't understand why we're showing immigration culture on like the Super Bowl. I'm like, first of all, neither Shakira or J-Lo are immigrants. Mm-hmm. Shakira does not live in this country, and J-Lo is from the Bronx. She literally sang a song two seconds ago and told you. That she was from the Bronx. <laughs> and then literally shouted, the Bronx is here! Or whatever she yeah, said. Yeah, that
1: was confusing.
0: She just shouting out her hometown. We gotta get them representation. Let them get their life. Mm. So, um, I thought that was a very bold moment. Especially the flag. I said, that was bold. I said, wow. So what did you think about that? I just
1: thought it was a cool to transition into a new costume. Boom, I, I really kidding. don't get into all that stuff. Like I, I. I, I just like
0: I like, I like and not even the poli- political part. I just like the imagery. Oh, um, and I stuff. I didn't even get the. Like, imagery. I, I I look I look at things from like an aspect of like a performance. Like what's the point of the performance? What's like your message? And I just got like a lot of. Um,
1: not I. Latin, I didn't even get like,
0: pride and. Oh, I didn't even get that like.
1: message until I read it today. I was like, oh.
0: Kaylee, get woke.
1: That's what no, I'm just kidding. No, absolutely
0: not. I don't have yeah, time. Like, I don't have time. I don't have time. To be woke. I don't. There's actually no point in being woke. Even though woke people are stupid. Um, and then... Uh, See, so yeah, after that, then Waka Waka. Shakira comes back out and they do Waka Waka. Mm-hmm. And she does a little traditional... I'm not going to try to pronounce the country dance that my coworker now wants us to learn. And I said, do you want us to learn a traditional Colombian dance that we have no idea what it's even called? <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not doing that. So, of course, Waka Waka was great. Um, I'm glad that it ended with that. It was like a Waka Waka, Let's Get Loud mashup, which I thought was a really great way to win because I really mm-hmm. like both of those songs and I definitely wanted them to perform both of those songs. So, yeah. So, overall, I thought it was a really good performance. I don't think I, I don't think it was underwhelming, maybe because I just had no expectations. It was, hands down, definitely better than last year. And people kept saying that, and it took me, like, ten minutes to remember who performed last year. I said, who even did last year's show? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, Maroon 5. Yikes. And, well, I don't even want to talk about Maroon 5 because all the hate Shakira and JLo got for their performance, but yeah, stupid. America just hates women, women can never win. But yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. So, going back before the halftime show, Demi Lovato yes. sang the national anthem 10 years after she tweeted that she was going to sing the national anthem one day mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, like, psh, mind is blown how those it's things work. It's really
1: worked. not that mind blowing.
0: It is. No, the fact that it's ten years and the fact that the Chiefs won fifty years, Kaylee, you need to care more about this kind of thing. I things. don't.
1: I listen. I, I care, I don't. I and don't. it's a big
0: deal in the grand scheme of Honestly, things. Honestly,
1: I don't think she did that good. Why do you say that? Because I feel like she didn't do that good. I wasn't sitting there. I I ran to the TV. Okay, I was like, oh, gotta listen for the podcast, and then I sat down and I heard it, and I was like. Yay! Let's start the game. It wasn't. It wasn't that powerful. I wasn't like taken aback. I wasn't like you go, Demi. Like oh my god, you so yeah.
0: Who was doing that?
1: Nobody. Exactly. This is what Mm -hmm. my point is.
0: Who was supposed to do that? That was what the Grammys performance was. That's literally what
1: everybody has been talking about. Yeah, her fans. I thought she
0: she did a really great job. She sound. I just care that she sounded amazing. Like her Mm -hmm. voice is just so good. Uh, these days, and it's been one of the better ones in in recent years, and I'm glad that Demi is having this nice comeback. I just hope that her music is good when the single comes out because she's still on that Disney label, and I'm just not too sure. Really, I don't know how much Scooter can do for you when you are still on a label that will not let you have success.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, shout out to Demi and um and then a um, shout out to Yolanda Adams she sang America the Beautiful it was so funny I was at work I was talking to my co-workers about it and I was like you know Yolanda Adams sang I said what's that song I said this song. I'm a terrible American I said, what's that song about our country that people sing I was like oh yes America the Beautiful she sang that song And um, she also had a little children's choir, too. I love children's choirs. Maybe because I've worked with Mm. um, a few children's choirs. But that was good to see the kids on the television. All right. So that was the Super Bowl. Shout out to the Chiefs. Were there any commercials that you you liked that stood out to you? Let me think. I really liked um, SmartPak.
1: Oh, yeah. I really liked the people
0: in it. I liked that accent. One of my coworkers has, like, that Boston accent, so, I like, mm-hmm.
2: hear it all the time. Oh, so like, the Red Jason
1: Week. Momoa commercial when he's tearing off his arms and then his, like, pecs, and then he takes his um, wig. Shane, when I tell you that whole room was like this the whole time, because half of us are girls, right? We're all like, oh, my God, please turn this off. Please turn it off. Please turn it off. Because, yes, it's a joke, but seeing him in that state was not okay. I don't know. It was funny, though. It was a good commercial, and they mm-hmm. did it really well. But let me think. Um, the Old Town Road one for the ranch. I just cool want to say, Little Nas
0: X chose the right flavor of Doritos. Cool Ranch all the way.
1: Um, and then... Come out with
0: a new song, please. <laughs>
1: um, there was one. Oh, the, the Shining one where it was Brian Cranston and Tracy Ellis Ross. That one was good. It was just for Mountain Dew Zero, but mm. I thought that was fun. Uh, asked- oh, Baby Nut, where Mr. Peanut comes back. <laughs> they just did that because of Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, Baby Nut.
0: Yeah, that was trending. I didn't see that. I don't think I saw that one, but.
1: Oh. It was, it was cute, trending. like Baby Nuts cute, but like, ooh.
0: <laughs> have, did you, speaking of Baby Yoda, did you see um, the, not Baby Yoda, but, not Grandpa Yoda, this is what my friend called it, but the Yoda without skin? No. Yeah, don't, don't see it. It is disturbing. It is. If you have ever seen Yoda without skin, run. It's disturbing.
1: That is gross, thinking about it. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, so that's the Super Bowl. Shout out to the Chiefs. Hopefully. Who do, who should perform next year?
1: I feel like Kanye would do a good show. Did you
0: know they asked Jay-Z to perform? I just found this out today. They asked Jay-Z to perform. I, think, I don't think it was this year. Probably before where he's just speaking about it. And he said no because they asked him to bring Kanye and Rihanna. And he was like, don't tell me what to do. Mm. He was going to bring them anyways but he said, don't tell me what to do. Which I can respect.
1: Wait, so he was gonna do it anyway, and he said no. That's like when your mom, when you're cleaning, and your mom says, "Oh, don't forget to clean that," and you're like, "Oh, I, no, I don't feel like cleaning."
0: Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent me. Don't tell me what to do.
1: That's really immature. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Like,
0: especially when it comes to stuff like that, because it's like, it's like obviously he was going to bring them. Like, obviously that's like his friend or his brother, and that's. His most successful artist that you know mm-hmm. he's signed or whatever, but don't tell me to bring them. I was not gonna do that, but you don't know that. Because now, what if I don't want to? Now I don't have a choice. No.
1: The funny thing is that those and other I two can't. People I can't even know that they're gonna. They and I, part I can't of bring my wife.
0: I can't bring Beyonce. I can only bring Rihanna and Kanye. That makes no sense. No, so he said no. But um yeah, you were saying we should perform next year.
1: I think Kanye would do a really good show. I've
0: always said that too. Because
1: his song his, his old songs
0: Bowl, so is, good. Yeah. He made them he made music for that type of I know situation. It.
1: I know it. I mean, can you imagine power in that stadium? Like, so good. Um Imagine Dragons would do a good show. I
0: tweeted that too. I said, When are they going to perform? Or well, probably not because they have they Dan has too many strong points of views.
1: <laughs> Why isn't it just about going and performing a concert? It's it's You're because in the it's 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 even more of an impact than, is, than buying tickets for a concert.
0: It's because we just live in such a climate where where you have like a platform, you should like do something with it, and that's like one of the biggest platforms you could have. But I I I I stand on the side more of. Let's just have a good time, because even when like the Donald yeah. Trump Donald Trump was talking about whatever, I said, can we just not do this? Like this, mm-hmm. can we just have a good time and en- mm-hmm. enjoy the game and enjoy the music and whatnot? So I do, I do think that I think everything should be like, here's this like, I mean, have your performance have like a message, but don't be something like that's clearly going to like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Stir things up, um, but that's why I think some people won't perform because they have different viewpoints than like the NFL does. So it's a whole politics ruins everything. That's all I'm saying. And every aspect of life. Politics ruin everything. But yeah, I think Kanye would be good. Imagine Dragons would be good.
1: What about Rihanna? Of
0: course I want Rihanna too, but she hates the NFL so she will never and she does. Yeah. Um I mean she might change her mind at one point. Low key, low key wouldn't even be mad at Taylor Swift. I mean, I don't want her to, but if she was announced, I would not be she mad.
2: Does,
0: yeah, no. Um, I would love to see. I'm trying to think of next year though. Like, who's ready? <laughs> <Shame>. <laughs> um, clearly, I would love to see Camila Cabello.
1: What about Post Malone? Camila Cabello.
0: Obviously, kidding. No, I don't want to see Post Malone in the Super Bowl. No, no, uh, Post Malone is too busy throwing. Fifty million dollars at strip clubs. He can't do the Super Bowl. He's too his busy.
1: commercial was good too, with all with him like his Inside Out, like where they went to his brain uh-huh. and and they were all they all had his tattoos. That was good. That was a good commercial.
0: He got a new face tattoo recently,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was just like, "What is it?" It was really big. It's, like, on his neck. I don't remember exactly oh, what it so it's was. it's a neck tattoo. But it goes into his face. It's, like, wow. it's huge. Um. And I'm, like, are you sure you want that? I mean, I know it doesn't matter now, but like...
2: In, like, 60 years. How much you
0: already have, but that one, just, like... <laughs> that seems like a a non-sober decision. Mm. So, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. But... I would love to see a rapper do that. I was thinking Drake. Oh,
1: yeah. um,
0: I Just because he has, like, the material, and he, mm-hmm. could, he can bring out lots of different people.
1: What about Chris Brown? I mean, I know that's, like, a risky decision. I understand that. But he has the repertoire.
0: America will never let that happen. Lowest-watched Super Bowl of all time.
1: People would still watch it. Even if it was just me. Just me wanting him to sing forever. Yeah, maybe people who care about like Yeah, I know. And I know. you know what stuff. coming from where I've been coming from like where I've been, like, I understand that I'm not the one to be like watching him. You I don't know. know but it's, let
0: the man live that's what I'm saying
1: i don't i don't care it's like i he's got he's gotten way past it like yeah jesus
0: yes children multiple
1: that's what i'm saying
0: where's children with the same person
1: yeah, i want to say yes
0: i hope so chris
1: uh, christopher
0: <laughs> all right so that's the super bowl let us know what you guys thought of the Super Bowl, or and who do you think should perform mm-hmm. next year's Super Bowl? I don't want, I don't want, sorry, it was a cool idea just because of the, the Latin thing. I don't want the duo thing. No? No, I don't want the co-headline. I'm fine with like a, a headliner and you bring out guest.
1: But it worked out so well. Maybe they'll do that from now on.
0: I mean, it works. It works well if the music goes together and, um, and the artist can go together. And I don't think that's necessarily easy to achieve. in in a, in a, in a performance like that, where you're already you you're an artist, you obviously want attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You want to be able to perform your song, and mm-hmm. when you're shoved into this twelve minute box. Mm-hmm. It's, I can see how the problems can easily arise from that. I personally would not want to do that. Like, as an artist, I would not want to co-headline a small performance already. But, I mean, if it continues to happen, long as as long if it's duos that make sense, then sure. Like if Beyonce and Nicki did something, that would make sense. If it's Jay-Z oh, and Nikki. Kanye, that would make sense. If it's... Lady Gaga and Beyonce finally performing "Telephone" the whole 12 minutes. That would make sense. Yeah, make a lot of sense. <laughs> That's all we're asking for. It
1: really is. Wouldn't
0: well, it be so random if, like, if this perform this this Super Bowl that just happened, yeah, like they just rise from the ground and randomly do "Telephone"?
2: Oh my god!
0: I'm like, what is happening right now? Alright, moving on to our next topic. Taylor Swift, Miss Americana,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and not the Heartbreak Prince, but the Netflix documentary uh, premiered this past weekend, and uh, everyone did it come out? is talking about it. I believe it came out on Friday. Okay. Yeah, And everyone has been talking about it, and I was like, you know what, let me watch this thing. The trailer kind of got me a little bit like, eh. I'll watch, and then I, I, personally, I like things like this. I always like seeing behind the scenes and into the life of yes. these people. One, yes. to help humanize them, and two, just to get like a better understanding of where they're coming from. And especially someone like Taylor Swift, who I've been o- very open about, you know, my beefs with her, uh-huh. and, you know, my reconciliations with her, and then my beefs again with her. So I was like, you know what, let me get to know... Taylor Swift. I wish her name wasn't Taylor Swift so I could have called her something else like her, by her real name. Or oh. her real name is Taylor Swift. So yep. So the Miss Americana, it kind of went over a lot of aspects of her career. went from the early days mm-hmm. to the rise in success, um, to her sexual assault trial, to her voicing her political opinions, to a bunch of different things that she... Um, uh, talked about a lot that I was really surprised about. Like, I didn't know that she had an eating disorder. Really? No, she didn't talk about it. Well,
2: you could
1: see I mean, I
0: mean, I knew there was some points where she was, like, very thin, but... See... But it was at that... Because it was around, like, the 1989 time, and that's when, you know, she was on the go everywhere, everywhere. So, to me, I'm just... One, I'm not really thinking about her too much. And two... Mm. Uh, I'm thinking yeah she's doing stadium shows she's touring dancing every two seconds yeah you know you lose weight um but I didn't know it was because she just she just never came across to me as an artist who who like cared about stuff like that but obviously she's an artist and she's like a woman so and I know women are more sensitive to that kind of stuff usually uh to people commenting like on your images and pictures and stuff. And when you're that, and too, I always have to put things in perspective, like, like she said, you know, there's 200 million people who, like, watch her constantly. So, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, you're walking in the hallway at school, and, you know, Joe and Sally are like, you know, you're fat, or whatever. It's like, Joe and Sally times two thousand million. Let me just
1: go grab the yearbook real quick. I will name a ton of Joe and Sallys. We
0: do not need to in name my life any Joes and any Sallys. Shout out to Joe Alwyn. Yeah, I think that's his name, right? It is. Uh, so I did not, but I and I, it was, what makes sense though, because she never seemed to me, a an artist, who cared about that type of stuff or didn't face her. But I'm glad she went into that, how she always had to come across as, like, the nice, sweet, innocent girl. And I remember for years, like, us and just everyone talking about I'm like, when is she just going to let that go? Like, what is this? Why is she still walking around in these dresses and talking about fairy tales and princes and being America's sweetheart? I said, when is she going to grow out of that? So to get that behind-the-scenes thing about how she didn't even want Mm -hmm. to be doing that and she was being silenced by her own team, which... That's a whole different conversation. I said I would have fired those people. Don't tell me what I can't do and can do with my career. If I wanna say something, I'm gonna say something. Could you imagine having people say you can't post this or you can't say this or don't do this? Yeah. Like, no. Do whatever I want. Cause then you feel like you're like like you're a slave, basically. And I and I know I probably have a lot of people Um, in the industry really feel but I get it too because but they make a good point it's like well you could say something and then a lot of people could hate you and then great now your album sales tank or Mm -hmm. how your uh, your tour you know less people come to your tour so like I get it but I'm glad that she she's started to like fight for her integrity I gained some respect for her on that aspect Mm Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, please move on from Kanye West. Seriously. We are in 2020.
1: Like eleven years later. It is a new
0: decade.
1: It was a new decade after the
0: (laughs) It was a new decade the first time. We are now two decades away from the incident. We get it. Almost two decades. We yeah. We get it. Okay, we get it. He made you famous.
1: He did. He he secretly Absolutely. recorded
0: your phone call. Kim called you out. You don't want to be a part of the narrative. We get it. Even though you do want to be a part of the narrative.
1: I mean, a Netflix deal. You put
0: it in your documentary and you talked about him countless times. You do want to be a part of the narrative. Okay, so let's just cut the crap and admit that. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, I understand that such a moment in her career, but.
1: Yeah, it's, it's much overplayed. And
0: then, then she tried to pull the thing where, you know, people talk about her being, playing like the victim. I'm like, well, I mean, you do. You do. Or at least you, or at least you, you milk certain Mm -hmm. aspects of something that may not be a big deal. And I saw the tweet saying, um, uh like uh, about like, the scooter stuff where it said you know people are going through real problems every single day and Taylor Swift is asking us to care about the fact that she signed a bad contract mm-hmm. <laughs> at fifteen and like it's my grandma just died. <laughs> like nobody cares. I'm like, that's kind of true. Like we don't really care that you you made a bad business decision. That's not our business mm-hmm. to know. But I, I do think she did, did play victim a lot with a lot of things, and no matter how much she wants to try to spin that, um, why is she obsessed with Grammys?
1: I didn't see that.
0: That was literally at the beginning, where she oh. was crying and called a reputation trash.
1: No, she said she was going to make a better record.
0: That's calling Reputation trash. Well,
1: then she shouldn't have done Reputation. Even though I Will Fight to the Death, there are a few songs on there.
0: There are. That are fantastic. There are great songs. Good songs. On that album. But I just, like, when that part really got me because because she made a big deal about Red not winning Album of the Year. And she said, oh, I have to make a better album so I can win Album of the Year. That she made in 1989. One album of the year. Oh, I got everything I wanted. And then Reputation comes out. And then it doesn't get nominated. Oh I, ha- oh, I have to make a better album so I can get nominated for Grammys. Why? And then you make Lover, right? She
1: wasn't even nominated.
0: You weren't nominated. I mean, she got nominated for a couple of things. But then I read and watched the video, which had some pretty convincing information. But it's still alleged, obviously. That she didn't go to the Grammys this year because she wanted to know if she was going to win ahead of time, and they didn't tell her. They said, no, we're not telling you that. So she didn't show up. Really? Why are you obsessed with winning Grammys? Hmm. You won Album of the Year twice. Like, no one does that. go move on. Move on! <sighs> Stop caring about Grammys! But I'm glad that she realized her reputation was trash, even though reputation. <laughs>
1: I don't think it was trash. It's not I trash. I think what it was built upon was trash.
0: It, it's not trash. And it was... It's not even trash. I... Repetition definitely grew on me once... Yeah. It was out of the moment, and yeah. I gave it time, and it's actually, like, their production on it, like, I think it's, like, the best part, and this... I mean, the second half is, I think, where it shines, but it's, like, in the moment, with everything going on, like, in mm-hmm. the moment, it's, like, oh, my goodness, God, we don't care. Yes. But... Um, But yeah, so it's not like complete and utter trash. But no. I mean, I don't know what she was expecting. She didn't know promo. She didn't talk to anyone about it. The, the Grammy people probably didn't even know it came out.
1: That's true. That's they true.
0: probably heard Delicate on the radio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that got a nomination.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Like, what did she want? So that, that part little irked me like a little bit like, She's already won so many awards, yeah. and and it takes away from me, you know. All the time she would act shocked, yeah. it just takes it all away. It's like, oh, we already knew you were oh, that was fake, but now it's just like, you're not surprised. Mm-hmm. You probably probably told you ahead of time you're winning. <gasps> I won. Oh my goodness. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> Taylor Swift.
1: Oh Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. She's had
0: a great career, though. I like the Honestly. the career. Um, highlights how she went from this. She was like, sweet, innocent girl. Like, oh my, look at my song. My first song's mm-hmm. on Billboard. To um to Stadiums. being where she is. Yeah, 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 definitely really cool to see. And in, in, in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I think my favorite though part about the documentary is that they showed so much of her like in the studio and oh, like yeah. her as a musician. I think that was very very important mm-hmm. to show because even to this day she gets a lot of flack. For people not believing, she writes and does her own music and stuff, which I don't know why people would not believe that, because her music sounds like
1: mm-hmm.
0: she would make it, you know? Her voice is pretty, like, particular.
1: I will say that the only part that really got me was when she started crying, because she was like, you know, it's just it's just so loud sometimes. And she started, like, because she was talking to her mom, yeah, and she was, like, crying, and I was like... <sighs> Taylor, don't make me cry. Okay, her and her don't mom though. Don't make me cry, that, Taylor.
0: Like I understand that her mom is sick, or her mom is like always with her. Is her mom like uh, on her hello? team? No,
1: it's because she's sick.
0: But even before she was sick.
1: Well, yeah, it's her mom. I want. Well, no. I would Scratch not. That. Scratch I that. would not no, want no, my no. mom. No, never mind. I would not want Listen, my mother. No, no, no. No. Well maybe like maybe once or twice like a year maybe I'd
2: want
0: her. Not mom is riding in the tour bus. Mom is on stage. Mom is in interviews. Mom is everywhere. Mom is on stage accepting awards. Well (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm I like that they have a good and close relationship. Actually actually
2: Hmm. Actually,
1: hmm.
0: I just thought about that. She's with her mom all the time. I don't know if they ever once showed her dad.
1: Yeah, twice. Oh, they did? Yeah. They were in the house, and then he was um, oh. somewhere
0: else. Well, I was like, because I don't know, with that big machine thing, did they become, become estranged?
2: No. Taylor? <laughs>
0: Do we need to talk? Yeah, but I I like seeing her in the studio and coming up and from the writing process. And, like, you see her coming up with the ideas and, and putting yeah, it together and coming up with, like, production ideas and stuff. with that that was always really cool if you're interested in those type of things to see.
1: Yeah. No, it was, it was a good documentary.
0: Yeah. I thought it was well put together. They had high yeah. production value on that documentary. Netflix... Netflix well, sh- shoveled out the cash. Yeah, it's
1: because it was not. Yeah,
0: for yeah, sure. yeah, they did. And that, that's her second thing on Netflix. I wonder if she has, like, um, like a contract deal with them, like Beyonce
1: yeah,
0: has. Yeah, she does. Oh, she
2: does? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No,
0: yeah. You know what it's for? No. Oh. Well, I think Beyonce's for, like, for three things, so Taylor's is probably for three things. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so shout-out to Taylor Swift. Uh, Check out the documentary on Netflix. It's actually... Whether you like her or not, I think it's pretty... Um, just cool to get that little deep dive into
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, somebody of that like caliber's life. Regardless if you like her or not, the fact that she's such a huge star, it's just always cool to see what their life is really like. And um, I like that she said that her and Joe decided to keep their relationship
2: mm-hmm, private, private from the beginning,
0: and the fact that it's her most successful relationship because she didn't talk about it. <laughs> goals.
1: No. Listen. It's conspiracy. She's making this so deep and so loving and so long and when they break up that's when she'll oh, well, win Album of the Year again. It's a conspiracy. <sighs> we know the game, Taylor. We know if the game. If that
0: happens, Taylor, I will have no respect for we you. We
1: know the game.
0: I will have no and respect. And now... It'll be, it'll be Taylor leaves Joe at the altar. Stop it. <laughs> and that's the, that's the first music video. writing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's Mariah Carey, "Um, We Belong Together,"
1: and and Katy Perry, "Hot huh? and Cold."
0: Oh yes, and Katy Perry, um, "Hot and
1: Cold." When she listens to this podcast and she realizes that we've cracked, cracked her code, um. Do you think we'll get a call from her team? Yeah. You need to not put they're, that they're out. Like, you
0: need to stop immediately. We already you, have
1: our 2023 album are, already set. You are set.
0: ruining <laughs> our plans. And then two, yeah, when she says um, she can't do things like in real time because her life is like planned out two years in advance. Yeah. I know a lot of artists say that. I'm like, you know what? She's complaining about that, but low-key, I wish my life was planned out
2: mm-hmm.
0: two years in advance. Maybe like not like to like a tea, like that, but I win. I need someone to plan my life, Taylor. So, if you don't want your team, <coughs> send them over to me. <laughs>
2: All
0: right, but let us know what you thought about Miss Americana and the Heartbreak documentary on Netflix. All right, so moving on to the album of the week, we have Kesha with her new album titled High Road. So, Kesha returns with her fourth studio album, High Road, and this is um, following her long return to music, which she came back in 2017 with Rainbow, and that contained the top 40 Grammy-nominated single, Praying, and also, to another one of the singles, which is the Bop, that I really enjoyed, which is Learn to Let Go. Oh. You gotta learn to let it go, Bop. Mm. And so... Whereas Rainbow focused more on, like, forgiveness and self-worth and empowerment following her Dr. Luke incident, Mm -hmm. Uh, this album sees Kesha really return more to her fun, pop sound. There's lots of big hooks, big production um, on this album. And Kesha's rapping returned Mm -hmm. uh, much more than it did on the last album. So... What do you think about this album?
1: I think that this album is is one of the more cohesive albums I've yes, listened I think to in a while. Cohesive, yeah. Very cohesive. Very, like, every song that came on was like, oh yeah, that yeah. sounds like it goes It there. fits
0: together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said too, I'm just going about that, I said <clears throat> you can really tell that She's, um, she writes and does her own music because it sounds, like, all the songs sound like, yeah, that sounds like Kesha. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that sounds like her. I can't see anyone else really doing that Mm -hmm. um, and doing it as convincingly. Yeah. Uh, So, the first single from this album was Racing Hell, and that song featuring um, Big Frida And it's just, like, a fun and more, like, inspiring song about how good people can do bad things, which I I like that because good people can do bad things, and there's nothing wrong uh, with doing that. And I thought it was such a nice just 180, Mm -hmm. just going off of, like, praying, you know, was the first single from her last album. So it's like, yes, it's good to have fun Kesha Mm -hmm. back. Very important (coughs) for her to, you know... Talk about the serious stuff that she went through, but it's it's fun to have um, the fun catchback, which she actually references a lot to like yes. that time period yes. on this album. But I want to talk about the first song on the album tonight. I said, "Wow, this album opener is just so fun." I said, "It starts off it it starts off like really dramatic, yeah, with like the slow like chorus before moving in." I said, "Moving on." Message moving into a full drunk Kesha rep. Said Eek. she's returned. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, this. I think the song really dictates where the album is is going and like the sound and the feel of the album. So that's why I think it's such a great opener. And, um, I said something about the post chorus, I think that part was just like really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but say, could we all need a fun night out with our friends? Um, some night, but in this um, this one and there's another one too that remind me of uh some songs from uh her, from the Warrior album, like the Die Young and yeah. Come On,
1: Come On. Mm-hmm.
0: I got a lot of those vibes. Yeah, from this album.
1: I do want to say that Kesha's singing voice is one of the most unique voices I've ever heard. Um, for sure, in a good way because her. Cowboy Blues is the first song that I really like like the the chorus of that mm-hmm. was so good. Like I don't I can't remember how the melody goes because I only had 2 days to prepare for this, but um <laughs> two days. I well <clears throat> but I do remember saying, "Wow, that's a great hook." And she sounds so good in that song. -hmm. Cowboy blues. And it wasn't even about, like, being sad. It was about clothes. Like, the cowboy blue, like, color of clothes. Like, it was, I thought that was cool. And then I also really liked Father Daughter Dance. Yeah. Because, Shane. What? I was. Tell me. What? I said, tell me. Oh, I was standing (sighs) right there. I was listening to this album. And I w- and the song came on, and I was standing right there at that door, and literally she did that huge belt, yeah, like where she really went at it, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I turned around and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> like oh, oh girl, Kesha Rose, Kesha, oh my goodness, <laughs> I was like sing it.
0: Yeah, I said that song. I'm like I relate. I said not about a father daughter dance, but I said I relate to like. Not getting those moments, you mm-hmm. know, with your with your um, fathers that you should have. I said it was, that was a very open and honest. Mm-hmm. It was one of those like, wow. Mm-hmm. I said that's really a, a nice, uh, very very honest thing to share. But I also said too, uh, I'm glad it wasn't like a super sad ballad, right? Like it still had some life life yeah, okay. to it but
1: it's not gonna be a radio hit
0: yeah I yeah, know but it wasn't like this Jerry, like I can only cry when I listen to this song it wasn't like some other songs about people's fathers that they've mm. put out recently
1: yeah yeah that's true
0: no names needed <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I really liked um, oh I think my favorite song on this album is the title track High Road oh that's good yeah, I said I said the chorus
1: mm-hmm. followed
0: by that post-chorus.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I said it's just fantastic. The high, I can't do it right now, but either. but um that part, woo, so good. The just what? like the melody, oh. um for the post-chorus, oh, and then um when she says, uh could a this dumb write a number one more than one more than two. I was the guess talk your talk Kesha let them know I got hits hits for days y'all think I'm dumb well I can write number one hits can you no you can't
1: I also really like I didn't I mean I didn't like like it like it but like BFF I was like I liked BFF well no I liked it too but I was I like
0: the song was cute
1: I was like when did Adam Levine start singing when did he... like? No,
0: what I, that's not Adam Levine. I know it's
1: not Adam Levine, but it sounds just like it. I was like, when did he... I know he's not featured on this. Much
0: more musically talented than Adam Levine. Well,
1: I'm saying that but like,
0: No, I know what you mean. No way. But no, I said the song... That song was really cute. And yeah. I said it was really, to me, really musically interesting, just like with the choices mm-hmm. of harmonies that they decided to do. It was like ones that I wouldn't necessarily pick off from like... Listening to that,
2: yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but for right now, i was gonna say it's Rebel. Oh,
1: okay. And um, I would have said Rabel,
0: <laughs> Rabel that works too. As if he's all over this album, like he wrote a songs, yeah, on a lot of the songs, have produced a lot of the songs. And um, if you you probably know him, if you remember that song, do you remember the song 10 Feet Tall?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's him. Or do you, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. really, yeah, same guy.
1: Did he go over under a different name?
0: No. Same name, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. It.
1: That was the song. I was thinking about that song the other day, actually, because I was thinking about how all the dancers would, would pick that song to dance to, because when he goes, 10 feet tall, that's when they would unbend and become tall. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what, you know, high school dancers.
0: You know, You know, high school dancers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Taking songs literally.
0: Oh, 100% sure when you have people like Pistol <laughs> dancing with mannequins.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I actually did not not enjoy the album. I think it was pretty good.
0: Yes, yeah, same. Wow, he's actually put out a lot of music since then. I should get caught up. <laughs> Get
2: woke, Shane.
0: Clearly, I need to. You put out so much music last year, but um, yeah, so that one's just a chill. It's a BFF. It's the chill. Makes you think about the good times with your friends. Has yeah. like a nice message. Um, and I like the lyric when you know when you have a best friend, you can just be yourself, <laughs> and that's always very important because God knows if your friends can't handle the crazy side, yikes. <laughs> Run away now. Very true. Um I really liked I mean there's a few songs I really liked. Um so the song Kinky, which is the song that yeah. features Cash with a dollar sign. She mm-hmm. dollar sign ha. Um, K
1: dollar sign.
0: I really like I liked the the sketch at the beginning of it, it was funny. Mm-hmm. With her mom and stuff. I said but the song gives me really Carly Ray vibes. We got some Carly Rae Jepsen vibes from just, like, the production of the song. And I said, yeah, this one's a straight tune. It's really good all around. Like, the verses, the pre-chorus, and the chorus are really strong.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: um, But I said, I'm not too sure what the difference between Kesha and Key Dollar Sign Ha.
1: Um, all you have to do is listen to Praying and TikTok.
0: I'm talking about on this song, though.
1: Oh. I was going to say. No. <laughs> Here's my presentation.
0: Unless... It, because when I well, just when I looked up, at least, on the Genius lyrics, the key dollar sign ha, that was she was only in the third verse. where well, the third verse didn't really sound drastically different to me from... Mm.
1: Maybe it's just because it, of the... It's the, not like the, a Nicky and
0: Roman thing.
1: Maybe it was just the atmosphere of the song. Maybe she's like, yeah, I'll bring her back. I
0: was expecting a little more from key dollar sign ha returning to the game.
1: Were you... I mean isn't it like Nikki and Roman and all her No. Friends? Her
0: people are extremely distinct. I need some distinctiveness. Did
1: you see oh if if I if I watch it I know this is way off topic but if I watch it I would like to talk about the mass singer from week to week.
0: Uh, yes, um, we should. I Did you watch? I but I got the channel changed on me. Oh. But I did see that little Wayne. Yes.
1: Was Are you kidding? Revealed. I watched that show. I have, watched that show. Sing, so. I have I sp- watched that show since season one. Shout I-
0: out to the Masked Singer for booking the post Super Bowl yeah, time slot. And I getting know, that's a what commercial. I said. I said, maybe it's bigger than I think it is. <laughs> Get woke. Get woke. Yes. If you would like to see us talk about the mass Singer from week to week, let us know and we'll do it. We might just do it anyways. Yeah, but I might have to. You <laughs> might have to. This is your <laughs> Mass Singer update. Did you see <laughs> what happened? But yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it. And I I know I have to get into it. So many people are basically assuming that I watch it, so they ask me about it. I'm like, no, I don't watch it, and then they get shocked that I don't watch yeah. it. I so said, I know it sounds like something I would really enjoy. I just I think you would. I just don't watch it, okay? But I will get, I will get woke. This is the year, twenty twenty. Don't get woke, but you know, get woke. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I'll, there's some of the album's slower moments that yeah. I really enjoyed, like the song "Shadows." I also really liked "Resentment," and
1: um, oh yeah, "Resentment" was good.
0: Yeah, I so said I really liked the lyric the lyrics and the chorus on that one. If I can just maybe pull it up real quick, so I can read them for you, Shakespearean-like. I'm not reading them Shakespearean-like, just in case y'all were getting really excited. <laughs> know you guys were shaking your boots there. I'm just kidding. But um, that like the, I don't hate you, babe. It's worse than that, because you hurt me, and I don't react. Ugh. I've been building up this thing for months. Oh, resentment. And I said, you know what? I said, that is so true. That is worse than hate, when you just... I tell people that all the time. When um, someone will ask me if I hate someone, and mainly it's like a celebrity, not like anyone in real life. But mm. I'm like, no, I just don't. I don't have like an opinion, right? So I don't have like a reaction. I said, that's worse. Yeah, than hating someone that means you just don't care, and that's worse. If you hate something, you, you still care about it. Yeah, you have the feelings for it, but you don't even hate you. Oh, geez, you know it's bad. Um, when that happens. <laughs> Uh, I think I said, what did I say? I said the harmonies on this one were really good. There's two people on this song. Um, Rebel, or what are we calling him? Rabel. 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 If you know how to say his name, please. Let
1: Let me listen to it. Let me see if I can find it.
0: Rabel and, I believe, Brian Wilson. I don't know who that is, but they are doing harmonies. No. Matt Jardine give the proper credit they're doing harmonies on the song and they're so beautiful that like the textures of all three of their voices sound so good together
1: hmm. well his name is yeah. Steven and
0: it's beautiful and it's to the point that's his real name
1: his real name is Steven
0: which is funny because she has a song called Steven that says hey Steven <laughs> why don't you call me and I guess he called her <laughs> and now they're best friends and neither one of their boyfriends are invited.
1: Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah.
0: No, no it's, the whole song is cute. It's very, I like the way it's written. Yeah, I
1: thought that was
2: cute.
0: Oh, another song. Um, So, uh, oh, on Shadows, I said, I said I'm said, i noticing Kesha has been doing some drugs recently. Kesha, do we yeah, need to Yeah, a little talk? bit. Just a little bit. Just well, having a good just time.
1: Just
0: a little bit. <laughs> um, but still, I love the message of this song. You don't have... If you don't have positive energy, get away from me. And that <laughs> is just the absolute truth. If you're bringing the negative vibes, we don't need you in this part of town. So, And then I like the lyric and the chorus. So get your shadow out of my sunshine, out of my blue skies, out of my good times. And then I like, hate is the poison, loves the elixir. I said, preach, Kesha. Preach. (laughs) So there's another song called A Little Bit of Love, which is about like a lover who has just stopped showing you attention that you want and that you deserve because everyone deserves that. Yeah. And then, you know, she's saying you're going to miss me when I'm gone. And I've said that. Ooh, I've said that about so many people before. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. If I'm gone and your life goes to S-H-I-Woot, <laughs> then uh, you'll miss me. But yeah, so Kesha's trying to give them a chance, but it just is not happening. Um, this song was actually co-written by Nate Roos of Fun fame. Mm. And it definitely, when I found that out, you can definitely hear that. But mm-hmm. I want to know, I wonder how he feels about Jack Antonoff being the breakout star from the group since Nate's career has flopped since Pink Fame.
1: Yeah, big yikes.
0: Like, I wonder if he hits up the fun group chat. And it's like, hey guys, reunion. And Jack's like, kind of busy.
1: <laughs> oh, Taylor's on one arm, but Lana's on another.
0: Lana. We got Carly Rae's coming, Lord. plus my own album. Rihanna just called me. Beyoncé just called me. Oh
1: my gosh. A little busy. A little busy.
0: Nate. is it? Nate, right? Mr. Roos? Nate, is it? Do we know each other? Um, We have Grammys together. Oh, those old things? I've won so many more since then. (laughs) Did you see my Grammys for 1989? I won those too. (laughs) But, um, let's see. Oh, birthday suit. Mm. So... The pre-chorus on this one, that's really good. Pre-chorus, I feel like I've said this before, but if you're new to the podcast or you just don't remember because I haven't said it in a long time, pre-choruses are underrated. I go crazy for pre-choruses. And I think I might make a video or something or talk about one day, like just the greatest pre-choruses of all time, at least in my opinion, at least my favorites. Because pre-choruses are so... They make, I think, they make or break mm-hmm. a song. You don't necessarily need one, but if you have one, it can just set you up for success. But the, on this song, the melody, the chords, the production, the lyrics, all work on the pre-chorus, and then it just drops into that Mario, Super Mario sample on the chorus that just gets me every time because mm. it's just so unexpected. I when I first listened to it, I said, "There is no way." I said is that. Mario, <laughs> is Kesha sampling Mario. <laughs> I had to send it to one of my friends. I said, "Wait, I'm confused. What is happening? I like it, but what's happening?" So I thought that was that's that's. I I didn't even really know what that song is about. Obviously, it's about birthday suits, So we know what that means. I was gonna say what, but I just like that's just the Mario part gets me every time.
1: i will not have to listen to it again because I didn't hear it. Maybe it's just because I didn't play Super Mario, so I don't
0: It's it's not it's not necessarily as noticeable because it's like chopped up Mm -hmm. and it doesn't follow like the direct exact
1: oh yeah okay yeah
0: but if you know you know if you know you know so the last song on the album is called uh, before the last song actually um song called Honey you know Taylor Park's uh uh, co-wrote this one. I said Taylor Parks can write a tune. That's why her hashtag is TaylorMade because one, it makes so much sense. But um, she writes. She's written so many songs, especially the last few years. She writes a lot. A lot of Ariana stuff, or with um Ariana. She writes like with Maroon Five. She wrote High Hopes, mm-hmm. um, Panic at the Disco,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, stuff that she's done recently. Now she's going on her own tour and stuff. So hopefully, she can find some success of her own. But yeah, uh, this song is about a friend who is sleeping with your ex and you are just unbothered by it because you just don't care. And I thought that was a cool concept because I haven't heard many songs about that before. But I said, I'm so glad Rap, rap Kesha made a return on this album. It really shows her problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what that means?
2: No.
0: Oh, he said it for myself. I don't even know what that means. I was reading it like, what did I write? That doesn't even make (laughs) sense. It was a stressful day when I was writing my notes, guys. Just saying. Today, I just... Once today is over, I'm ready to forget that it happened.
1: Rough day at work?
0: The roughest. I've never had a... Rougher? (laughs) Well, no, I've definitely... I had rougher days, but I've never been. It was just a a multitude of things. Like, I'm pretty sure I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. And I don't normally wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but today I'm pretty sure I did. But you
1: posted so many uh, positive things.
0: Oh, yeah, because I was still positive. I prayed. I did my positivity (laughs) meditation. That don't mean I didn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed. (laughs) And that's just being honest. But, of course, I want people to have a good time. Positivity 2020 all the way. But yeah, definitely a rough day. But um, their voices blend. Kesha and Taylor's voice blend very well. Mm. Um, especially on the pre-chorus and the chorus of the song. And then um, I really like the lyric, find my name under legends. You can find my name under legends if you Google me. I said, that's mm. right. Kesha. It's said, true. Kesha is talking her talk on this album. She said, do you not know who I am? TikTok on the clock. I performed that song 10 years later and people were still going crazy. Uh, duh. Please. Um, and then, too, uh, the Chill That production on that one's really nice with the uh, guitar uh, leading that production. And so, the last song on the album, though, is called Summer. And this one was written with Ryan Lewis mm-hmm. of, of Macklemore, Macklemore and fame. Ryan Lewis fame. <laughs> No, not of Macklemore fame, because if it was a Macklemore fame, Malcolmore would still be popping like he was before.
1: Well, him and Kesha had a smash hit together.
0: Define Smash.
1: Oh, uh, good old days. It was
0: decently successful.
1: It launched a tour.
0: Everyone launches the tour.
1: Okay. I don't <laughs> even like that song, and I'm defending it. I don't
0: it. either. I The song is good. The song is a fine song. Nothing wrong about the song. I just don't like songs. I just didn't like what the song was about. I didn't like saying, um, I don't remember the exact lyric, but about these being like the good old days. I'm like, no, I don't like stuff like that. Every day, I want every day to be the good old days. So screw this song. But then it's funny because he he put out a song where he was a feature hmm. on another song. That came out that same year. Mm-hmm. That was about the exact same thing. And I love that song. Wait. um The one day we'll just sit down and come together and laugh at each other about these, days, these oh. days. Who is
1: that? Macklemore?
0: He's featured on it. I don't remember. Oh. The artist, artist. Let me see.
1: <coughs> That's hilarious.
0: No, yeah, so I was like, this one's so much better, because at first I was like, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the podcast, but I I said, why would he put out two songs that are about the exact same thing, and I said, oh, Jess Glynn, it's by the Rudimentals. Um, Oh,
1: I was going to say, Jess Glynn?
0: Yeah, Rudimentals featuring Macklemore and Jess Glynn, yeah, she sings the chorus part.
1: Now she is slept on. She is is slept slept on. Those Brits, man.
0: The Brits, those Brits, they man. really are. They're so talented. They're America so talented. has no taste.
1: So talented. We have
0: no taste. We will support the the eighty different mumble rappers doing the same song. Just Glenn, song. if you don't
1: know of rather be fame,
0: and of her own music fame. Yes, no,
1: I do like her music, <laughs> but, but definitely but a rather be rather be fame.
0: Rather be yes. is a tune. Every a, time that song comes on,
1: I know exactly where I'm at. I oh, know exactly goodness. where I feel what I'm that feeling. That song,
0: you can, if you want to feel good, yeah, seriously, listen to oh. Rather oh. Be.
1: That's it, Shane. I, I need my mind, need, I need, I need I some I moments. Some place to rather be. Oh, I remember so when good. that
0: song was, um, so good. When that song was like, was it Coachella? I think it was like the Coachella song that year that it came out, oh. and they made every artist like lip sync to it. I said. Getting what it deserves, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. So, summer was written, um, (laughs) with Ryan Lewis, who she did praying with. So, it was nice to see them get back together for she's double dipping. Yeah, she said, I need another one, please. (sighs) Um, Macklemore is not using you, right? That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, double dip. I'll take I wonder
0: if they'll ever. Well, we'll talk about that later, but uh, yeah. So, it's supposed to about capturing one of her beautiful summer nights. I said, Mm. which I said. Um, as the nostalgic summer nights. It's, those are the best. Like, uh, what's mm-hmm. that song from Greece? Summer days,
2: Sum- summer nights. Summer yeah, nights. that's yeah. what it's called.
0: Um, it's just good. It just makes you feel good. Summer's always the best time, especially when you're, you know, young and in high school and stuff like that, because you get the time to spend with your friends and make memories and stuff. And I always think about. I don't know if it was during the summer because we hung out. 24 7 365 in high school.
1: Me and like you? our
0: group, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, I think about the one time where we were, we all went to Michael's house mm-hmm. and then we like went to the golf course that we should not have been on because yes. that man was trying to shoot
1: us. Sure was. And,
0: um, we just like all sat in a circle and we just like talked and shared our feelings. I was stuff. gonna
1: say that was right after Robbie's birthday party. And we drove to Michael's house and it was because and it was because me and Keja were in a fight or Keija didn't like me for a split second. Well, how many seconds were there? Shout out Keija though. Yes, Keija, we love yes. you. Yes. Um high school man.
0: I wanna do a movie on high school um, or a book or a web series
1: or I better something. be myself. If I'm, if I'm not cast as myself in the movie about ourselves, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry my eyes out. I'll be already in character.
0: Why did I just... The amount of high school themed shows that I enjoy, and I have never once thought about doing something based off of our high school lives, even though they were extremely dramatic and there's so much content yeah. and material to use.
1: Oh, literally every season there'd be a Kaylee fight. And it's ridiculous that that is even a statement.
0: Oh my goodness. I'm about to get so rich and famous.
1: Uh, hello, hi, I was also... And all hello. of you in the
0: group are getting no credit. Ha! No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> this is... Li- okay, get out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: just kidding. All right. Off of the tangent, just back kidding. to Kesha. Back to Kesha. But if you do see the high school <laughs> show coming, don't sleep.
2: Don't sleep. <laughs>
0: but, um, yeah, so Summer Nights nice are the best. But this uh, um, this album wraps up. Nice. Yeah, and it does, and it really just, it's like a, a really nice bow tied yeah. onto it from the start to beginning. Because, you know, the first song is about, you know... Tonight's going to be the best night of our lives. We're going out tonight. And then you end reflecting Mm
2: -hmm.
0: on those summer nights. I'm like, okay, Kesha, with the artistry, Mm -hmm. I can get you a little bit. And yeah, so I said, she definitely writes her own music. And I said, I'm glad it ends on this note. It's a fitting ending. and I Because I'm not the biggest fan anymore of the dramatic, slow ballad ending. Like, don't leave me crying. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I don't want to do that. I want to have a good time. So overall, what did you think about Kesha's? This is her fourth album.
1: Listen, fourth in ten years. Usually that would be what five at least, maybe every one, every two years.
0: Mean, yeah, it depends when what type of artist you are. So because for Rihanna, it was way more than that. Just
1: well, yeah, and then we get ten years of uh, two albums, and then. 10 years of no album. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Y'all couldn't see my reaction. Yeah, that was
1: pretty funny. (laughs) Well, same with Lady Gaga now. Like, come on, eventually. I mean, basically, it's been like almost 10 years When did Joanne come out? We don't talk about Joanne.
0: It was still her last, or then if we're going back to our pop, then it's been a decade and centuries since she put out music.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's been, like, seven, it's no, been, like, six hey, years. stop. Let's it's been, see. like, six years.
0: When did Joanne come
1: out? 2016.
0: Joanne. How do you even spell Joanne?
1: J-O-A-N-N-E. Or T-R-A-S-H. Oh,
0: I'm spelling Joanna, that's why.
1: Did you hear what I said? No. I said, or T-R-A-S-H.
0: Oh. <laughs> or, trash. <laughs> Joanne's studio album. It came out...
1: 2016.
0: 2017. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. So four years.
1: Yeah. Please! It's been like six years since she put and out she an she had album. to take the
0: time to dig herself out of the ground. Okay? Now she's coming back 2020. She's
1: better...
0: That's so what I think. I think it's the way I. The I didn't rumor, spend
1: money to go see her. The rumors
0: I've been seeing, it's going to be huge. Oh, I'm so excited! But yeah. Oh,
1: that's what we all said about Joanne, and it did not happen. That's why we don't talk about Joanne. Anyways, I was very, I was surprised
0: she, she got Grammys from Joanne. <clears throat> we can't say that about some of her other albums. Did you know? We're not talking about Lady Gaga.
1: Sorry. No, wait. No, now I, I want to know.
0: Did you know Born This Way got no Grammys? I don't remember that happening in real time, but yeah. I got out of that no whole pe-
1: album, not that was like her best album. Mm, okay, that's weird.
0: Her peak, what? Uh,
1: excuse me. I um, mean, excuse me. Her, um, com- commercially, no, absolutely not.
0: She al- sold a million in a week. <sighs> commercially, did it come speaking. out
1: like within the time? I mean, it would have, right? Any of them? Any of the Grammys? Yeah. Hmm.
0: She definitely got nominations. But
1: Bad Romance didn't get any... Or, no, Bad Romance got a Grammy, right?
0: I'm pretty sure it did, yeah.
1: Yeah. But Born This Way
0: didn't? I mean the album, not, like, the song. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like
1: yeah, the yeah. album?
0: Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: This pop album?
0: Ridiculous. Wow.
1: That's news to me. Um, Excuse me. No, just kidding. I didn't really like Born This Way. But anyways, I... I did, I liked the singles. I did not like the album.
0: It's okay. We're Sorry. talking about Kesha. It's okay. Um,
1: I was surprised that I actually really liked this album of Kesha's. Me too, because actually. Because I was a huge Kesha fan back when she was Key Dollar Senha. I mean, so much that I embodied her in an episode of Let's Make a Video.
2: It's true. But, that's yes. a fact.
1: But, I very much enjoyed this album. You know why? It's because she wasn't so sad the whole time. It's because she was like super... Super like key dollar sign ha huh, with a with or Kesha with a touch of key dollar sign ha, huh. but it mm-hmm. went together so nicely, yes, that it was easy to listen to. It wasn't hard to listen to, you know, it wasn't like grinding, like, ooh, I really wish I wasn't listening to this.
0: <laughs> I really wish I wasn't listening to this. Yeah, I said the same thing. I think she's really uh, was starting to like blend like. The rainbow Kesha mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with, you know, the needs to take a bath Kesha. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that Kesha still needs to take a bath. No, just kidding. But um, yeah, no, I thought I enjoyed this album like much more than I thought I was going to. And I don't know what. I guess I just. Like most people sometimes, I just be disrespecting Kesha, and I always forget that she was like really like, up
2: there. Up there.
0: And just because it was so squandered so quickly, and that's why I think I always like forget. I'm like, oh wait, no, she's like good though. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I need to remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not this is not just your run-of-the-mill, mm-hmm. you know, pop girl that over like it's Kesha. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Kesha. So yeah, I, I, I really like that. And, you know, just 180 from the Rainbow stuff, like, just having so much fun again. Mm -hmm. And, like, even Mm -hmm. with, like, the lyrics, the way she's, her vocals, and the way she's, like, delivering um, the raps and stuff and the production choices and just overall how she said, you know, I'm going to say the F word in all of my songs and then she literally said the F word in all of her songs. Mm -hmm. It's like that, when you have, like, that freedom and that, that you're not afraid to just do you and put yourself out there. So I really really respect that. Oh yeah. Now, saying that, it's not all like my fit, my cup of tea or whatever and and mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm listening listening and looking at it outside of the perspective of listening to the album like what songs, what I like just listen to. Yeah. Uh and that that's where uh, to me, I'm like, okay, well, then I look back, it's like, they're not, they're not all songs that I would be like, oh yeah, that one, like that one. But in the context of listening to the whole thing, I can find a lot more appreciation, which is why I like to listen to albums. That way I can give all the songs like a chance.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I think I would give it maybe like a 3.5 out of 5, mm-hmm. which is like really good. I think no. it's very strong, very strong album. I think they're is some I'm just I mean I know she it doesn't sound like to me like she was she wasn't definitely wasn't going for like any trends or anything. She oh right. Like, oh, absolutely. Stuff. That's why it, it makes it hard to be like, well, I don't know if there's any like gonna be any really big songs from this album. I mean there are songs that I think personally like should be big. Like oh, I yeah. think High Road should be big. Um, uh, let me see what else I mean, she's oh I forgot to say um, that song My Own Dance uh, which was written about how with Danny Reynolds of Imagine Dragons which I love him and this is a song about people like how the media and people want Kesha to be the old Kesha so I thought that was cool that she uh, talked about that mm-hmm. But, yeah, definitely um, a lot of good moments that you can find in this album. And it makes me excited to see what else um, she can do going forward. Oh, yeah. Um, It sucks because I guess it doesn't suck. But I always have to, like, remember it's, like, I kind of want her to do more of, like, that old sound more. I mean, I don't because like that was all Doctor Luke, so it's like impossible to mm-hmm. do that, to do that again. And obviously, people gotta grow and like get older and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I do, and we got a lot of it on this album, so I'm not mad. But I just wished it was more, like, with the production.
1: Yeah. So I I,
0: I, I'm hoping she does a little more production <laughs> stuff on. The next album because this album definitely gives me the vibe that she's giving off very, like, hippie,
1: mm-hmm. very,
0: uh, um, yeah, very hippie. So, yeah, so I think she accomplished her goal, uh, with that aspect. All right, so moving on to some new music, okay, that just came out this week. Mm-hmm. Then we have Treat Yourself, not Treat Yourself. I keep calling it Treat Yourself, but that's the name of the album. The name of the song is called Nice to Meet You. Not to be confused with Nice to Meet You by Nia <coughs> Horan, But Megan Trainer featuring Nicki Minaj. Megan's First of all, shout out to Megan Trainer because she went through a rough two years trying to put this album out. And she finally got to put it out. So I know that is a weight off of her shoulders. Congratulations, Megan. Will I be listening? Probably not. But.
1: Don't make me listen to it, please. Oh,
0: I'm not. I'm um, not. I have no. I don't care oh. for Megan Trainor like that. Yeah. I think she is a good songwriter. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: and she, I mean she's talented and stuff, but to me as an to me as an artist, uh, I mean you can y'all can say the best new artist, Grammy Curse. I don't think that's it. I think it's just she she didn't develop her sound forward when she should have. Mm-hmm. And so we just people just got annoyed mm-hmm. and tired of her doing the same thing. But this song, though, I think is is different. This song, to me, it bops. Whether that be the production on it, it's the pre-choruses and these pre-chorus with, pre-choruses where she says, Blessed by the heaven, that's where I want to yeah, be. Yeah,
1: that's the only good part of that song. This
0: part is so good. And then like, when the beat like drops in. What? The only good part? You don't, don't like Nikki's part?
1: It's not. I don't think Nikki wanted to be there. That's the problem. Nikki
0: did want to be there. Nikki is the one who said, I want to be on the song. Because oh. they have the same uh, manager and stuff now. And so Nikki like, took it home, to Megan to change the lyrics. Mm. Nikki likes that
1: song. Listen, it's a problem knockoff to me. It's a problem knockoff. Next time.
0: Because she whispers.
1: No, it's the same beat. It's the same what? beat. No, it's not. Yes,
0: it is. Problem was with the horn.
1: <laughs> I mean, that- I
0: feel like I know what you mean. Yes. Um, I don't feel like it's a knockoff, though, but that's okay. Um, no, I really like Nikki's part. I think it's one of Nikki's best feature verses on a pop song. In a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's, it's well, it's, well, and maybe I'm just saying that because Nikki hasn't done nothing in a long time. And yeah, she uh, came
1: out of retirement for this.
0: Oh, it's so funny. I saw a Megan Trainer clip or an interview where they asked her about that. They said, so, how does it feel to get, like, something about a Nikki feature, like, when she's, like, retired or something? And she said, huh, I think that was just, like, a fun tweet one day. <laughs> I said I'm done. But um uh no, I like that uh it she like it's addressed some things that like happened um recently while she was like on hiatus. I like um just the flow the flow of it was good. I thought it really matched the song. And too, like this is one of the few times Nikki didn't curse. Mm-hmm. Nikki's like, we're gonna play it on the radio. I'm not cursing, not getting bleeped out. Um, and she didn't, it's because fans pointed out, and she didn't, also didn't make any sexual references. I'm like, that's Nikki Growth. Nikki doing it for the
1: kids. Growth or what one song?
0: Nikki doing it for the kids. Nikki said, Megan, how old are your fans?
1: <laughs> 13? 13. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <gasps> Which well, you know
0: Megan Trader's 26? Yes. I did not know, though, me and her were the same age until I saw her age, and I said, <sighs> I said, you know.
1: Yeah, really.
0: I said this explains a lot. I always assume, right? No matter where you are, when you come out into like pop music or music, I assume you're younger. I assume you're older. Oh, I just, but I
1: also assume you're older. I both. just
0: always assume you're
1: older, mm-hmm.
0: and I have no good reason to. I just do. If you look older. You look yeah, older. So,
1: like when I found, when I found out that I was older than Halsey.
2: <laughs> like, like by a few months, like what?
1: But still, I'm like, what? Me, little old me? I could have done that. I could have gotten a record. I could have had my life turned upside down.
0: Yes, mm. purely based on age, Seriously. you could have done that. Well, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs>
1: it's why I don't like Meghan Trainor. The because one she, she wrote a song that I could have written, yeah, I'm all
0: and up, I could have gotten El
1: El all the fame for. I could have gotten that new artist you know, Grammy,
0: and you missed her opportunity. I
1: did, absolutely. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that's not true at all. I'm just saying that it could have been me, because she's not even fat. She doesn't really she's have not. a base. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like she wrote a song for not her people.
0: I'm deceased. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm just saying.
0: I like she has no base. <laughs> um, do you think the song's going to work out for her? No. You don't. You really don't think so?
1: Waves didn't, and she she played that song everywhere. I think she's went. low key. I
0: think she's low key mad that people slept on that song. That's
1: what I'm saying. Waves didn't. And just, oh, I remember. Nikki when, got on this, I you, remember.
0: Yes, no. I remember when Nikki got on it. When Nikki's coming out from her hiatus, it's like perfect timing. I think it can really work mm. in her favor, but only because but,
1: of Nikki, not because of her. I either.
0: know. I took ter- one of my friends messaged me and said, "Oh, um, Megan Trainer can't dance." They sent me like a clip from the video. I said, "Did you think that she could dance?" And they said, "No." I said. Why do you even care? We're only here for Nikki anyway, so it doesn't even matter. And
1: it's sad because I will admit that I <laughs> no actually offense to Megan Trainer. really liked Waves. Yeah, it was one of the songs I was actually like, okay, I might put that on my phone. Yeah, I did. I remember. I
0: think I listened to it a couple of times. I remember not hating it. So.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but otherwise,
0: <laughs> I remember not hating it. So I said, "Oh, I think it'll do." I mean, it's the only song from this album that has the potential to do something and I'm saying that from not even listening to the
2: album. <laughs> so
0: we need this one. They need to put all pedal to the metal <laughs> on this single. All right, next song we have Physical, Physical. Oh
2: uh, yes.
1: By Dua Lipa. Yes.
0: From her upcoming album Future Nostalgia, which I'm so excited for. Did you see she, the album cover?
1: She, of course I did. She Owes me a honestly
0: check Kaylee made her career.
1: She owes me money.
0: Kaylee made her career.
1: I'm not kidding.
0: If y'all I wish I could remember the exact like episode. One of the first. Kaylee. Kaylee predicted so Kaylee predicted new rules before like I even knew what new rules, what, what a yeah. rule was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kaylee sent me this song. Yep. Yeah. She's like, oh, it looks so good. She's so like, okay, I'll like, listen to it. And I was like, oh yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's cute or whatever. Mm-mm. And then next thing I know, one or or the one, the pick up the phone. Oh, I'm like, why is this song on all the time? And I just kept hearing more and more do-a, more and more do until she won me over with one kiss. We're both Virgos. And electricity.
1: Oh no, she's like one day away from me. Virgo. She's a Leo. But she's one year younger than me. Almost exactly. That's crazy. That Listen. could have been me. Wait, she's I could have said, too? she's 24.
0: Oh, yeah, I knew that actually. I knew she was young. Dang. If you don't want to see me. So, this That's song, cool. I'm so okay. First of all, I just want to say Dua is doing everything right. Mm-hmm. This Absolutely. era. The music sounds fantastic, it's consistent, it's cohesive. This 80s, 70s disco theme or mm-hmm. with the visuals with the pictures everything is just going so well together shout out to her team yep um, but yeah this song is like I just instantly was like I have to put this song like for the gym let's get physical uh, the way the production mm-hmm. on it is good the melodies mm-hmm. we invented something phenomenal her
1: voice I'm telling you. The Don't you
0: agree? P-
1: the British Don't you agree? had it right. <laughs> the British know how to yeah. do it. I'm telling yeah. you.
0: And then just too, she's been consistent with little talking parts. Yep. Nobody wants to sleep and somebody's next to me. Oh no! And there's these huge power choruses. Mm-hmm. And just, like you want to pump your fist and sing your lungs out. Dua, I'm so glad I chose to like you when I chose to like you. Because... Oh, <laughs> because I'm not, I won't be considered a bandwagoner, because i <laughs> a little bit of a bandwagoner, but not really, because I was there for, um, uh, Scared to be Lonely with Martin Garrix.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, me
0: too. I love that song.
1: Yeah. That came on my Pandora, and That's like the first time I years ago. Her, yeah. I was like, oh, I like that way she sounds. And then, lo and behold.
0: Lo and behold. Lo
1: and behold.
0: But yeah, and see the music video on this one yeah, that's good. with her and all the colors, and I'm just I'm just very excited for this album. What I'm not excited for is how she scrapped the Normani collaboration.
1: I did not even know that was from happening. the album.
0: Yeah, you did. I I messaged you about it before when they first the rumor first came out.
1: Oh yes, you
0: the did. The picture, and then and then the song leaked, but then the tracklist came out, and the song was not on the tracklist. She played you. They did. She played you. So then I was like, you know what? I guess since it's not coming out, I can just listen to it, right? So I listened to it once, and I said, why did they scrap this? (laughs) I'm confused. (laughs) Dewey, you're talking about woman empowerment. What's wrong? Normani needs help. She clearly cannot put out her own music, so Normani needs help. But regardless of that, um, this song is a bop, and I I hope this song does really well uh, as a single. Yes. Shout out to "Don't Start Now" though; that song yes. finally I
1: will say
0: went into the top ten. Jeez, took way too long. Oh
1: my gosh! Sorry about all that noise. I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, so there is a beeping oh, never mind. sound. Never mind, yeah. Oh, it was no big deal, anyways. All right, so next song. We have Walls by Louis Tomlinson from his debut album by the same name from Walls. Yeah, Kaylee was talking mad crap. Don't hit the mic. Kaylee was talking mad crap about the song when before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And so I think to me, the song sounds like one of those. It reminds me of middle school. Yes. And it reminds me of the music like that alternative punky style music from middle school and that's not a bad thing because it makes me nostalgic and I like those feelings. The song is I mean the song is like whatever, right? Yeah. I I actually first of all Louis is coming for his truth hurts moment.
2: Sure is. With
0: Back to You. That song is on the radio all the time. Really? Yes. The song with BB Rexa. I've heard it like three times in the last... We talked about it on the podcast, but it's okay. Oh. The, uh, I just keep coming back to you. Oh. Yeah. Good song. Okay, yes, yes,
2: yes.
1: Okay.
0: I just want to say, Louis has had a... Louis has come a long way from his X Factor days where he auditioned on the X Factor hoping to be placed in a group because he knew he had no talent.
1: What? Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Which is why he was okay with not having many solos mm-hmm. in One Direction. But he
1: just wanted to be famous?
0: I mean, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to write songs. He, he always he wrote a lot of songs for the group. He was like the main mm. songwriter okay. in the group. But no, I don't I think he wanted to do music, but he just knew Realistically, he wasn't good enough to make it on his own, and Mm I guess in comparison to other people. Mm -hmm. So, for him to do that and then to win the One Direction, you know, went their separate ways or went on their indefinite hiatus that is going five years strong, (laughs) he had no plans of doing solo music. As he should not, because no one was checking for that except for Louis Tomlinson's stance, Yeah. Which do exist. He was apparently, like, a fan favorite hmm. in the group. I don't know for what reason, but... Weird. So, we all know that, to me, at least, I want to speak for we all. I've, I've said before on this podcast that Niall was irrelevant to me in one direction, and that I huh. would talk crap about Niall... Louis I
1: was,
0: gonna say. was irrelevant to me in that group. At least Niall grew on me in the group.
1: With his solo
0: career. N- yeah, yeah, that too, but no, he grew on me within the group. Oh. Because when he started like playing guitar and stuff, I was like, at least he can do something, right?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Louis, on the other hand, it was not checking for Louis.
2: Mm-hmm. His
0: voice never got better. Mm. His performance never got better. Mm. But you know what? At least he was writing the lyrics, right? Mm, that's true. So for him to go through all of that, and then say he wants no solo career, and we know that Louis doesn't is not a Zayn, he's not a Harry, not even a Liam, not a Nile. <laughs> Louis is a Louis, and he does not have the best voice. But what I like about that is that it. It's very endearing to me because it sounds like it sounds like one of your friends.
1: I was gonna just say the same thing. It's like it's like when your friend I don't
0: mean that in a shady way. That kinda sounded shady the way I said it, but it's it's like when one
1: of like your friends does something and you're like good for you. Like
0: It just It comes across and I was, because I've listened to like it's
1: like a school project. A few of the it's like songs when you do it for a school project, and everyone's like, "Yay! Oh, we support you."
0: I'm not gonna take it there.
1: Oh, I do. But <laughs> oh, well. it's like a school project, Louie.
0: But it it just comes across it, it, to me. It just sounds like you know this guy. He's not. He's <laughs> not like this uber pop star. Mm. He's relatable because you know I can sing just as well as him, or even better. <laughs> Again, not shady. I think it works. Everyone in this group needs a lane, right? They can't all do the same thing.
1: I guess. That's true.
0: That's Ask true. Liam. He's flopping.
1: <laughs> Poor Liam. Had his one hit. and then he, was
0: gone. he had, like, two hits, but...
1: We don't... No one talks about the second one. Because Rita was on it.
0: Oh, that's not even the song. Oh,
1: <laughs> see, that's the problem.
0: Yikes! That's a good song though, but
1: so song I coming? like that.
0: Um, I guess it wasn't really a hit. I think I just hear it a lot at the gym, so my mind is
1: oh,
0: it's that it's the other stripped down song. It's the same song. Stack it up. The other one oh. well, Ed Sheeran wrote. Uh, yeah. So that's. And, you know, he lost his mom and his sister yes, yes. in a very short amount of time. So I can only imagine. And I think that might have given him, like, the push to, like, want to put out music mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. So that, it was good to, good for him, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying for putting this out. And there's actually some good tunes on it. I like that Don't Let It Break Your Heart song. I'm glad you put the song about his mom. Mm-hmm. on there two of us and i don't think that louis is going to be the least successful solo act from one direction and actually too shout out to one direction they've all finally put out at least one album post hiatus oh that's good yeah confirms they're never about getting back other together
1: bands, but that's okay
0: other bands haven't had as much time
1: they have, though. Other have bands the... have
0: not had much time. Mm. Louis put out his album five years post-group. Liam, four years post-group. Niall, two years post-group. Zayn, five days
1: post-group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Harry?
0: I think he was like, Six days, like, Harry. Before the, <laughs> before the announcement, before the announcement, put his finger
1: on the button. Oh, we're done.
0: One Direction.
1: <laughs> no, be,
0: Harry actually really did like One Direction. He said that in the interview. He was like, "You don't think if I if I wanted to leave, I wouldn't have left?" I said, "That's true." <laughs> like Harry, out of all of them, did not have to stay. The rest of them had to stay. <laughs> I'm I'm really only convinced that Zayn had success after he left because he was the first one to leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And also, too, because he was, like, the one that was different from the group. That's true. Yes. Uh, Harry's album came out 2017. 17.
1: Okay. When did they break up? 2015.
0: Oh, okay. So... Yeah, so two years post-group. So other bands have time because it's only been two years. Okay. But other bands need to at least drop some singles. (laughs) And that's all we'll say about other bands. The last song for (laughs) new music is Get Me by Justin Bieber. Featuring Kehlani oh, from yikes. his upcoming album, Changes.
1: I knew there was one I was missing.
0: Coming February 14th, Valentine's Day.
1: Ugh. RIP me.
0: First of all, Justin, I want to say that album cover is trash. Take it back. Tell me it's a joke.
1: Oh, no. Which? What does it look like? Just look it up. Is it just him? Is it the red one?
0: The orange thing, yeah. Where he's like looking back, posing like Ariana Grande.
1: Oh, yes. But you can't see the chair. That he's sitting in.
0: Trash. So. (laughs) What?
1: How is that trash? Purpose was him doing this.
0: But at least we could see him clearly, and it had some artistic type of direction.
1: Let me see. I want to make sure I see the right one.
0: Purpose was like a thing. It gave off purpose, right? A movement, a moment. What is this? I
1: don't know. I'm kind of digging. It looks the like song. a big joke.
0: Oh, the song is good. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say I kinda the, song the song
0: is good. All y'all, okay, who,
1: Lonnie though.
0: All y'all who talked crap about Yummy, the song is good.
1: Well, yeah, we're gonna calm down on that one.
0: Not, I'm not talking about Yummy. I'm oh. talking about this song.
1: Oh. He like, really is doing that Ariana poses.
0: He <laughs> <Yeah>. is.
1: <laughs> he really is.
0: Scooter so. said, This is how you get success.
1: <laughs> Scooter's like, Oh, no, 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 honey. We're doing all our albums like that from now on. Like,
0: this is the brand. This is the Scooter brand. Ew. This yeah, is I happened. don't like
1: that at all. It really does look like Ariana.
0: <laughs> Tell me it's a joke.
1: That's hilarious. I don't I've been
0: think watching so. his YouTube uh, documentary because, you no, know, Love Me a documentary. Tell me it's a joke. Tell me there's a deluxe version that's something completely different, so I don't have to buy that.
1: You might have to tape something over the CD.
2: Selena
0: Gomez. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this song. um, So Justin has been doing the R and B thing. R and Bieber. That's Mm -hmm. the trend. Twenty twenty. So which. People have been saying that like this is like a new thing and he's just doing whatever. I said, Justin's been making R&B-leaning music for a long time. Yeah. There are R&B songs on purpose. He made a whole R&B mixtape. Let's not act like this is brand new. I hate when people just selectively forget things, but the song is a pop.
1: Yeah, uh, it's well-written.
0: I think their voices go well together. I think he mm-hmm. sounds really nice mm-hmm. on the song. It's definitely much better than Yummy. It's not this next single, though. I think he said the next single is coming with Big Sean. So, as long as as you love me, part two.
1: I was going to say, coming soon. That's a bop. I love that song.
0: That is a bop. That's one of his first real major bops. Where it was like, oh, wait a minute, Justin, you can make good music? You mean like that you started liking?
1: Because uh, Baby was huge.
0: I was Bieber fan pre Scooter, pre fame. I was from the YouTube days. Okay. Kid Ruaw for life.
1: Okay. But not with this album cover.
0: Not <laughs> with this album cover. And it's so funny because in the documentary, they're talking about how, you know, since uh, our pre-purpose, like so from purpose on
2: mm-hmm.
0: or after Believe, uh, Justin, you know, they're letting him be more in charge of his own career, making okay. his own decisions and finding his own music. I said, well, this is one of the decisions y'all should have made for him. This album cover.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's true.
0: Tell me it's a joke. But it's not. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the album, to be completely honest. I, I'm a huge Bieber fan, regardless, regardless of what people say. And I'm here uh, to see what the Beebs has given us mm. on we- changes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm... And I really liked. Purpose. I
0: hope it's not all R and i I'm here for R and Bieber, but I hope it's like I want some pop ops too. Yeah. I need my sorrys. Mm. I need my. What do you
1: mean? Sorry is one of those songs. Sorry,
0: I like. his best single hands down. You cannot argue with this about me. When we do a Justin Bieber episode coming soon, I promise
1: that. No. It what? is
0: coming soon at some point. Maybe when we talk about the album, I will. I will fight.
1: Sorry. To prove
0: that sorry is his best single, yes.
1: Love yourself?
0: Not better than sorry.
1: Boyfriend?
0: Not better than sorry. Sorry? Have you seen the music video? Oh, Have you seen the movement, the, the moment? The
1: music video is a dance video. It's yes, a, it's and that's why it's iconic because he's not video. in it.
0: He took a step back and said, You know what? It's going to be about the art, about the dance. About females, women empowerment.
1: Because let you love me. Sorry, is his whatever that song is called. That is a bop. Not his song with
0: DJ Snake.
1: No, 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 no. Let
0: you love you or let me love you.
1: Oh no, 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 no. What are you talking about then? The one with Big Sean.
0: As long as you love
1: me. As you. That's not a big hit. It's not like hit. It's a big
0: hit, but sorry, it's not his best single. His best single from Believe. Um, I'll say that. His best single from Believe. That's true.
1: What about, uh, What Do You Mean? Or.
0: What Do You Mean?
1: What Do You Mean? That was huge.
0: I'm not saying Sorry was his biggest hit. Or his his, biggest single. I said his, his best single.
1: Where are you now? That I listen to on repeat in the car, in the gym, and my in my bedroom.
0: Fantastic song. Yes. It's not sorry. <laughs> ooh, ooh. The moment him song. apologizing to Selena. It's all there. It's all there. You can't beat sorry.
1: Sorry is not apologizing da- to Selena.
0: Yes, it is. Is it? Oh yes. I hate that
1: song even more than I always did. Purpose is about did. Selena,
0: actually, not the whole thing. No, that was during the time when they first broke up. No. Kelly, where were you? Well, actually, know what? I know where you were. Never mind. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> where was I? I had to think about when Purpose came out. <laughs> Yikes!
1: Let me tell you, Shane. <laughs> I was like, where being, were, sorry. Where? <laughs> being sorry. Where? Being sorry. <laughs> you should have seen how fast my what head do turned, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny, um, not funny, but funny. That is but, funny, but not funny. Um, yeah, so no I'm, I'm hoping I need some, I need some jams like that uh, for the charts and for my soul. Um, <laughs> okay, so I think with that being said. It's gonna wrap up another episode of the Pop Talk podcast. Woot woot woot! We're not gonna to do top ten. Oh my goodness! Yes, I'm so sorry. I even have that written down. I just skipped over it. Yes, Billboard. Let's break it down. What is our top ten?
1: All right. So this week we have "Lose You to Love Me."
0: Flopping. Just kidding.
1: Well, it is number ten.
0: <laughs> no, that's a it's it's a fine song. I I mean,
1: um, number nine is Roxanne. No.
0: Roxanne.
1: Number eight is someone you loved, Louis Capaldi. Number what? S- Louis Capaldi, someone you loved.
0: You said it. What number? Eight. That's for this week.
1: Yeah. It's because Eminem came into the.
0: No, you know what I think? Because I saw, I I saw it today. It was at number f- five. No, yeah, it was at but, number six. Or number six. I went down. To I it. think this might be the. Never mind. Go ahead. I just saw it higher, so I must have just saw it a different oh. week.
1: Number seven is Dance Monkey.
0: Okay, so that's the Tunes and I, right? Or whatever?
1: The Tunes and, and I. The Tunes
0: so, and I. Tunes and I. So, where's my phone?
1: Over there, charging.
0: No, it's not. I oh.
1: It right here.
0: Oh. Because I think I saw something. Why does somebody text me at 8.40 saying,
1: morning? Right. LOL. Because like. is that the life you live, Shane? <laughs>
0: I mean, are you in a different country? Like, where <laughs> are Because it's definitely night where I am. But, uh, uh, I think I saw something where it said that Tones and I, or Tunes and I, or whatever. I was like 19.
1: Yeah, she's young, young.
0: Yeah, okay, let's make sure I saw the same thing. I was like, geez, you, Billy Eilish? What is this? Little Nas, what's going on? Mm-hmm. These young people getting hits.
1: Number six is Dan. Uh, I'm sorry, 10,000 Hours. Dan. I've been 10,000
0: Hours.
1: Number five is Memories. We're in five. Oh, I figured out what um, the song is that
2: oh, Memories.
1: Yeah. It's canon. It's canon. Yes. It's that song. Yes. Because someone did a TikTok playing cello. Ah. Yep. And then they blended the two songs. Shout out to
0: Maroon Five for having classical. They blended
1: the two songs together, and it was amazing. It was so beautiful.
0: I do. People talk crap about Maroon Five, myself included. Even though I like Maroon Five, I literally own all of their albums except for the one that sucks.
1: Which is the one that has my favorite song on it. Misery. Yes.
0: I love that song. Shout out to Darren and Chris. That's a good song. Memory no, song. No, not misery. Oh. Misery is a good song. I was I'm,
1: say, talking, what? Is the,
0: what? I'm talking about memories
1: though. Oh, memories.
0: Memories is a good song. I mean, if anything is better than girls like you.
1: Yeah. Um, number four is circles. Goes for one. Debuting at number three as Godzilla, Eminem featuring Juice World.
0: R.I.P. Juice. That song is actually, it, I mean, uh,
1: R.I.P. Juice. Juice World. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. I was thinking Travis Scott for some reason.
0: Oh, I was like, yeah. you already forget? He's forever in our hearts. I'm
1: so sorry. I
0: get these lucid dreams. Um, number
1: two <laughs> is Life Is Good, Fe- Future featuring Drake, and then a bop. Deserves number one. Number one is the box. Roddy Rich.
0: Roddy Rich. Eh, eh. Roddy Rich doing big eh, thing. Eh. That song. So you said that song is like really big on TikTok. Yes, right? it is. Because, yes, it is. T- okay. TikTok. I actually, I was watching a video about how TikTok is ruining like people's lives and ruining everything, and it's, there is no regulations and rules on anything on TikTok like it's. All it's anything goes yeah. on there, but like to a point where it's not healthy. Like that, the box
2: mm-hmm.
0: has like 400 and something, like hot 100 points, right? Mm-hmm. Life is good, which is number two, has like 200 and something. How does the box have so many more points? Mm-hmm. It's getting those points from like TikTok. Why is TikTok so influential? How, how does that work?
1: You literally start lip syncing and then you go from but there. But what
0: I'm saying, I did, I do, I need to do research because I want to know if it's like, is it when people play the TikTok or something is that counting as a stream or do people really I don't know or do people it's, watch so many videos that they just end up liking the song so they go stream the song that
1: of that that because I've done that mm-hmm. that's how I got the Dance Monkey on my phone because I liked because what happens is is some of sometimes. They play, that you can choose, like, the songs that you, like, use in your videos. Yeah. And you have two options. You can either do, like, 15 seconds, or you can do a minute. And there are pre-snipped songs. So, for the box, they only play the (laughs) part, and people just do videos to that part. And literally, people are like, oh, that sounds cool. And then they go download the song, or stream the song. So that's how
0: that works. Interesting. I still hate the way that streaming works. Mm. But regardless, it is what's happening, so we just have to live with it for now. But now, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow our socials. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until then, bye. Peace
2: out.